And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another episode of Doing the Work, the first show on the Back Home Network covering IU women's basketball. This is our 85th episode recorded on Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Jeff Marl, and I'll be joined, hopefully, by my co-host, Kathy Amos, tonight. She actually was at the game in Fort Myers, and in fact, she's trying to join us right now. We'll add her in here as she is live from Fort Myers. Kathy Amos and Kathy, we'll get to you in a second. But we're going to be breaking down the big win. Probably, I think Kathy will probably agree with me. This is definitely the best this team has played so far in the young season from beginning to end. Didn't shoot it well, but defensively, I got a feeling Coach Moore is going to give them a pretty good grade tonight. And I thought the offense came around a little bit more in the second half. But they win tonight. Your number 21, number 19 Indiana Hoosiers with a 71-57 win over the number 19, number 21 Tennessee Volunteers. And that brings their record to 4-1. and and as usual, we'll start this show with our Who's Your Proud banner moment. And our banner moment, make sure I'm getting everything here, because I'm doing everything tonight, because Kathy's actually at the games, we said. But as usual, we'll start this show with our Who's Your Proud banner moment. Our banner moment is brought to you by Home Field Apparel, presenting sponsor of the Back Home Network. And Kathy, I'm going to go with that X segment in the first and the second quarter, toward the last part of the first half. It was 16-16. Indiana had been leading most of the game, but they, they outscored – um, Tennessee 17 to five over the last few minutes. And that was powered primarily by Yarden Garzon, who hit three threes in that stretch and finished the first half with 16. I thought that was the key to the game because I was sitting here watching it and watching with Danny, watching with my wife, Kim, thinking, and just kind of in my head, just thinking that, you know, a, a six point run is going to feel like a 15 point run. And that kind of really is what it turned into. And the defense really locked in. So that's my banner proud banner moment tonight from back back home network for the back home network on the home field apparel banner moment. Home field is constantly releasing new schools or updating their products for schools in their existing line. You are bound to find something for you or anyone in your life that just loves great collegiate gear. Right now, they have some retro-inspired snapback hats. Not only do you get that quality apparel, but you're supporting an Indiana-based business that has its roots in the Kelly School of Business. Go to homefieldapparel.com and use our promo code HOME23, H-O-M-2-3, to get 15 off, 15% off your entire first order. That's promo code HOME23 for 15% off. But wait, I believe they're still actually running a Black Friday special on the website for 20% off, and that code is Black Friday. All right, so you can do you can use that and get 20% off and save your back home network home 23 for another time. Once again, the website is homefieldapparel.com. Wear one for the team. And real quick, before I throw it over to Kathy for the Amos angle, I want to pass along one quick news note. Sarah Scalia was the Big Ten Player of the Week for last week. So congratulations, Sarah. So let's throw it over to Kathy for the Amos angle and see what she thought of tonight's game being there. Kathy, first of all, what was the crowd like? The crowd was great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? The crowd was great. Actually, on both sides. It was um, our the side of the arena in particular that we were on was almost completely packed. It was really fantastic. And I would say... 
it was probably about 60% Indiana on our side, 40% Tennessee. But on the other side of the arena, it was about half full and it was almost all Indiana fans over there. So I, I would say that there is a slightly more Indiana edge here tonight for sure. Um, you know, and I'm kind of watching right now all the, the players are coming back out and meeting with their family and some of the fans and signing autographs and stuff. It's really great. That's who I was just waving at. I gave Yarden a big happy birthday. So hey, happy birthday to Yarden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can just go down and get some player interviews real quick. As like, Chad, out. Yeah. <laughs> like our friend Chad did that time when the, the men were in the Bahamas. Absolutely. So, yeah, just a really great atmosphere here. You know, the arena's small, but um, I have to say kudos to uh, – to the Fort Myers uh, people here on the their production. You know, they played uh, Rocky Top during one, one time out, and then the next time they came out and played the William Tell Overture, and you had all the Indiana fans standing up and clapping along, and we're all pretending the flags were out and stuff. I, I think they just did a really bang-up job here. So I'm super happy to be down here spending my Thanksgiving, and just what a wonderful win. And, um, yeah, happy birthday to Yarden, too. What a great way to spend your 20th birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Yarden. So – um, so Kathy, I'm going to throw it to you real quick. I'll keep it with you. I should say, let's talk about some of the pivotal plays tonight. What was, let's start with you. What was, what did you think was a pivotal play? Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, that's really hard to say. Um, uh, boy, um, I, I guess I, I would say just that first three pointer from Yarden, you know, she was kind of struggling shooting from, from two. And then once she saw that first three come down, um, boy, she just really seemed to, to, just hit it after that and um, you could just see her confidence go up and you know what did she end up um, shooting nine of 20 from the field but five of six from three-point land for for Yarden today um so just I thought she was I, you know I'm sure we'll talk about her more but to me that first three seeing it go down and you know it's kind of funny sitting in the crowd you know you get to, to know your fellow Hoosiers real quick and met some new friends tonight and somebody looked over at us and said I think Yarden just smiled <laughs> <laughs> And I remember like she did. And she actually was talking out on the floor too, which you just haven't seen a whole lot from her. And so I think that was a pivotal play, not just for this game, but hopefully for the rest of the season for Yarden. You're seeing that first three-pointer really go down because it's been kind of rough, I think, for her this year. And Kathy, real quick, you, again, because you were there, I think you get a little embarrassed. It just looked like on TV, Yarden was more aggressive overall as a player tonight. Yeah, at 100%. Not just with her shot selection, but you could see her driving and rebounding. And um, honestly, I thought on defense, she looked even more aggressive. She came really out from the tip, and you could see the aggressive nature and the high energy from her. But I really thought the whole team in particular, just you, they looked a lot more um, keyed in today. And, you know, I'm talking with some of the other fans before the game, you know, Reports coming out of practices down here were really positive. You know, they said the positive, the practices are just really spot on. Um, so just really enjoyed hearing that, you know, it's coming from other teams that had watched their practice, saying how well they seem to practice. And I said to, to my husband, Sean, before the game during warmups as well, I looked at him and I said, I don't know about you, but just comparing our energy versus Tennessee's energy just in the warmups was night and day different. Like Tennessee was kind of down, stretching and, you know, kind of walking around and our players were down on the other end. They were already cheering each other on. The coaches were loud. They were, you know, running back and forth and doing passing drills and um, just cheering each other on, clapping for made baskets just during warmups. So, I, you know, I don't know what it's like normally, of course, not being here live until this time, but nine day difference in the energy, not just from the tip, but actually before the tip. 
Yeah, I, I will go back also. I thought a pivotal play for me, and, and I guess a pivotal play kind of for us is anything that we just want to pick out. But I thought Lily Meister's play, especially in the first quarter, Mac picked up a couple quick fouls, and I thought Lily came in there and really gave us some solid minutes. Um, you know, she played 12 minutes overall, but she gave us eight points and, and four rebounds. And so I thought that was huge because Mac kind of struggled to get, you know, she finished well. Second, third, fourth quarter, I thought Mac played really well. She had a slow time getting started. In the first quarter, and I said, picked up those couple of fouls. So I thought those minutes that Lily gave us, especially in the first quarter, were huge. Yeah. Anything else you want to throw out there, Kat? Yeah, uh, I, I would say at the start of the fourth quarter, you know, um, like you mentioned, I thought McKenzie in the first quarter really struggled. And even the second third of us getting the ball to her. And, you know, there is um, somebody in front of me asked me what I thought we were missing from Grace. And obviously we've been talking about her leadership. But, Jeff, you know what I've really noticed? being here in person and we had, um, you know, really up close and personal view of the, the players. I thought they had trouble getting the ball into her the way Grace was able to get a, get the ball into McKenzie. And I think that has some of the trouble with her getting going offensively. Our guards on the perimeter, if you watch them, look hesitant throwing the ball into her. And there was one time, I think right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, um, where McKenzie is down low, she has great position. She's calling for it, and they immediately get it into her. She took the ball, went up hard, and she got got it in and got fouled for one. And I think that was right at the beginning. And after that, in that fourth quarter, our guards just looked like they really wanted to focus more on getting her the ball. And that fourth quarter, I think we saw McKenzie really come out and uh, show us why she was a All-American. And I think we just need that kind of guard play more often. Yeah, and I, I'll follow up on that. I thought there were some times tonight, and I was at, when I was at the game last Friday, I thought the offense clicked a little better at times but just because they were getting more transition. And Murray State was trapping them yeah. and giving up some transition stuff. But uh, I thought that tonight watching on TV, there were two or three times, not only Mac that they missed, but they missed some other open players mm-hmm. on cuts, dives, you know, things like that. And so I still I, – I saw that may be a work in progress for them to get comfortable about getting the ball to people. And I think that was just, you know, you say about Grace, it was just an A, she'd build up that chemistry over chemistry. the years but just had an, yeah. you know had that innate ability the other point i wanted to point out the other pivotal part i wanted to point out was i kind of especially after what happened at stanford i'm looking at rebounding and indiana out rebounded tennessee tonight 42 to 39 not a yeah. huge margin but the fact that they were able to stay at or in front of tennessee on the glass to me was a huge difference and kathy you were there it looked physical on tv was it a physical oh, game absolutely from the tip absolutely yes and you know, that I think on both ends of the floor, we, you know, we were physical with them and defensively. And I think they were absolutely physical with us. And my goodness, I looked, I think at the end of the first quarter, I looked over at people and I said, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired and I'm not playing. <laughs> it was just, it was really aggressive for sure. You know, and then the, of course the refs, you never knew what was going to be a foul, but they didn't call a lot of fouls. I thought that seemed like they should be. I thought McKinsey, in fact, you know, was really um, getting outworked down below by um, Striplin in particular. And But a lot of times she was just right on her back and it was just so hard for her to get position. It was, it was really physical all around. It, yeah. yeah. Both teams only shot 13 free throws combined. Yes. I mean, there was not very many free fouls. throws. No. Other At than least a few not hand check fouls. fouls here and there. <laughs> yeah. Other so, than that, yeah. Yeah, so anything else on the pivotal plays, Kathy, or you want to move on to the game ball? Yeah, let's go on to the game ball. I think this one might hopefully be an easy one for us. Yeah, I think this will be an easy one. And for those who are watching our live YouTube feed, you can see the ticker scrolling across the bottom right now. Uh, We have a four-way tie on game balls. Yarden Garzon with one. 
Yarden Garzon with one, excuse me, uh, Sydney Parrish with one, Mackenzie Holmes with one, and Sarah Scalia with one. So, but I've got a feeling we're going to break that tie tonight because, uh, Kathy, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I, um, they're asking us to leave, so I'm on the move uh. as I talk here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I think uh, the, we're getting pictures with Coach Rhett. Hold on. Hey, tell Coach uh, Rhett I said hi. I, yeah. Coach Rhett, hey, good game. Are you thinking? Good. We're doing a live podcast right now. Can we get your thoughts on the game? Heck I yeah. Yeah. Coach Rhett, uh, Jeff Marlowe. Good to see you. Marlowe, if you know Coach Marlowe. I know who he is, yeah. The, the defense was a little better today, so it's uh, we've been focused on that the last you know week and a half, and it was good to see the fight and competitiveness was, was better tonight. So we, yeah. we 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 were locked in from the beginning. Absolutely, yeah, great. It was good. That, it was good that rebound. Nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks, Coach Rhett. There you go. I pulled a Chad. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so for me, um, Jeff, I, I, actually, I'm going to go with Yarden. You know, I think this was just a great coming out party for her tonight. Happy birthday to her again. 20 points. We, you know, she was stuck at 18 there for a while, and their whole section was actually really 23. Good. Yeah, she was she was stuck at 18. Our whole the whole section was like, you have to get to 20. You have to get to 20. It's your 20th birthday. So, you know, she finally hit that and then a few more shots and her rebounding, her defensiveness. I, I think just all around, it was just a great game from Yarden. So for me, Yarden gets my game ball. Yeah, and I'll finish that out, Kathy. 23 points, five rebounds, five assists for Yarden tonight on her 20th birthday. So yeah, Yarden Garzone is going to get our, our game ball here uh, pretty unanimously. And I think that's that looking the for the workaholics here and in the, in, in the workaholics in the chat, everybody I think pretty much is in agreement that Yarden gets the game ball for tonight. So congrats to Yarden. That becomes her second game ball of the year and puts her in the lead so far with two game balls. So let's move on to the Grace Berger, hardest worker of the game. And again, if you're watching on the live YouTube feed, you'll see the ta our tracker at the bottom. Uh, Lexi Bargesser has two, Lene Beaumont one, Lily Meister one. And Kathy, again, since you're on the walk here and I may lose you, I'll let you <laughs> yeah. go first on the hardest worker. Yeah, you know, for me, um, I'm actually going to go with Mackenzie Holmes on this one. Um, I thought Mackenzie... Even though, you know, like we mentioned, that first quarter was, you know, it was really rough for her with the two quick fouls. She came in and kept working, and she didn't pick up another foul until, what, the fourth quarter, I think, was when she finally picked up the third foul on some little ticky-tack hand reach that, you know, she probably shouldn't have gotten in the first place. But, I mean, she shouldn't have been out on the perimeter in the first place. But, for me, Mackenzie really worked hard and you I don't know again if it showed up on the TV broadcast but if you weren't watching her when she didn't have the ball she was working her pardon my friend she was working her ass off yeah. um and you know if we're gonna talk about being the hardest worker of the game she came in she didn't get deterred on what the the team was trying to do um and she kept working at it and it finally opened up for her with the team getting the ball down to her quicker she was more decisive on you know before the double teams came and for me I think Mackenzie just really worked hard the entire game so she gets my vote. Okay, well, we're going to have to open this up to the workaholics and hope they'll help us out here a little bit because I actually was going to go with Chloe. I thought Chloe yeah. actually, you know, she didn't shoot it well, but she had seven points, five rebounds, six assists, and three steals for Chloe in 32 minutes. So um, I'm uh, so we're going to kind of leave it open here for a few seconds to see. We got one for Chloe, one for Mac in the workaholics <laughs> so far. So Sean. we'll see if we can break a tie. Yeah, my husband's voting for Mac too. Oh, but is Sean is Sean is, is Sean unbiased? <laughs> Never. <laughs> got a, got two for Mac, two for Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> 
we may end up having to split this one. We may. We'll, we'll put it out in the, the uh, sub stack and see. There we go. That's a good one. Oh, got a there third one go. for Matt. Got a third one for Matt. Okay. So okay. We're going to say we this go. and plus Sean, so I'll make it four. Nope. Now I got another one for Chloe Moore McNeil. This is interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this is where we're going here. Oh, got a fourth one. So I agree with you, Catherine. That's called there a split go. for now. And we'll put it out in the sub stack here a little bit later Sounds good. and see what we get. But so we'll call this a split right now between uh, Mackenzie Holmes and Chloe Moore McNeil on the Grace Berger hardest worker of the game. And Kathy, <laughs> I don't know, um, as we kind of segue out of this, our next game is Saturday against Princeton. Yeah. Um, and tonight or today, Princeton defeated number 20, Oklahoma, 77 to 63. That game is Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Early. And you are able to watch this. Get the website and you can find it in the IU website as well. But the website is fswbucks, B-U-C-S dot com. So F, capital F, capital S, capital W, capital B-U-C-S dot com, fswbucks.com. And we think this is going to be a free uh, stream. So we're, we're, we're passing this along, hoping it will remain that way from what we've been able to check out so far. It looks like it'll be a free stream. But did you get to watch any of the Princeton game? No, no, we didn't. Um, we were actually uh, um, at a hotel bar hanging out with a lot of the parents of the players, believe it or not. Um, so um, we were going to go to that game and then uh, Mackenzie Holmes dad texted me and said, hey, we're going to have a little meetup. And I said, hey, let's go do that instead. <laughs> so no, I didn't. But we were watching the score. So did you see any of it, Jeff? Any takeaways I, on that? I didn't see anything other than the final in Madison. A couple of the kids we talked about on on the uh, preview a little bit uh, last week, Madison St. Rose had 26, and I believe the Chin girl had a Chin uh, Chin. I can't think of her first name right now off the top of my head, but it, she had like 20. So those two really picked up the slack for them, or should say picked up the slack, but led the way. And I really think this is going to be a very good game. They right now they're four and one as well, and they all they have is a three point loss to UCLA on the road at UCLA. So, uh, and kind of a short turnaround here, you're going to get about what 36 hours, I guess you would say to maybe now a little bit more than that, about 40 hours or so in there. It's not 48, but you're going to get a, a somewhere between 36, 40 hour turnaround here and have to be ready to play on Saturday morning. Yeah. in that early tip time too. So hopefully yeah. they, they get some good R and R at their hotel tomorrow. So. And, and probably not a lot of walkthrough time tomorrow for Princeton yeah. either. But what this is, what this is, though, this is a really good dry run for that first and second round and that regional semi regional final round in the NCAA tournament where you yeah. play on a Thursday or a Friday and then got to play again on the weekend, whether it's a Saturday or Sunday. So this is what this is really good for. Yep, absolutely. So, so all right, Kathy, real quick before we let you go. And yes. uh, let me get here again, trying to run this. Okay, uh, we don't call it for say last call anymore, but any final thoughts, Kathy, and then I'll thoughts, let you yeah. go. Yeah, that's great. I mean, just um, really fun. I'm really glad that, you know, I was able to come down here and uh, Fort Myers with my husband and spend some time and meet some, a lot of Indiana fans. And, you know, they've come from all over. We have a lot from Bloomington. There's a lot of Fort Myers people or Cape Cape Coral, a lot of people in the area that live here that came over and spent a lot of their Thanksgiving day over here watching the women with, I think, what is definitely their best defensive performance of the year. If not, you know, I think their best all around total game of the year so far. Um, so let's keep building off of 
that and see if we, you know, maybe got Yarden going. We can start getting the ball into McKenzie. Our defense has really stepped up. Keep that going. Um, really looking forward to that Princeton game early, early on Saturday morning. Okay. Kathy, thank you for joining us. And we're going to be on yeah. again Sunday at 5, I believe we decided. We, we're not going to try and do a so. game Saturday because with football. And and I have, you know, you're you're going to be traveling and I'm going to be doing some things. So we will be back on. I'll remind our listeners again, we'll be back on Sunday after at about 5 o'clock Central Time. We're trying to, you know, again, the men play Sunday too. So it's, a you know, it, we're playing around with some times here. But right now we're thinking 5 o'clock Central Time on yeah. Sunday. Yep. Thanks right. for letting me. Thanks for letting me join. I'm going to drop off and uh, tell John hi, home, and so, you guys enjoyed yep. the rest of your evening. Yep. Thanks a lot, everyone. Happy Take Thanksgiving. Care. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye bye. See you, Kathy. And a couple things I really want to factor in here real quick before I let all of you go is a couple numbers that we 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 didn't quite get to, but points in the paint. Indiana won the points in the paint battle. 32 to 18. And obviously that helped that Rakia Jackson did not play for Tennessee today. But again, I think the rebounding, the points in the paint are huge numbers for this team. When they can do those things where they're battling inside and getting some shots inside, I think it really saw, especially in the second half, you saw things open up for Yarden, Sydney, Sarah on the threes because now they had to protect in the paint a little bit more and they had to be a little more concerned about rebounding. They couldn't just sprint out and cover up on any potential shooters. So I thought that was a huge number. And then I, I had posted this in the Discord for those who are following in the Discord. I really liked the pace. That, that we didn't score a lot of points in the first half, but I really liked the pace we were playing in the first half with the kind of that speed. And and, and I like getting out in transition. And then even in the second half, Sarah Scalia got out on a maid, and they were able to throw it ahead to her, and she made a layup, at, you know, basically just outrunning everybody in transition from that standpoint. So we won the fast break points 14 to six um, over the, over the, uh, over the volunteers. And I thought that was another huge number. Cause again, I think this team plays a little better when they're playing with some pace. So I want to, I just want to throw those out there. Um, again, we will be on at six o'clock Eastern on Sunday, five central with the uh, Princeton post game show and also do a little preview of upcoming opponents. Uh, Assembly Call will be on Sunday after the Harvard game, so you can catch them and then listen to our show. Again, 6 Eastern, 5 Central. If you want to see us do the show live and be a part of the live chat, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Back Home Network. Again, that's our newer site, at you know, youtube.com slash at Back Home Network. You can be a part of our private community as well. Find out more at assemblycall.substack.com. And as I mentioned, you know, I, Kathy, will be putting a couple polls in there if we can figure out how to run a poll uh, in the chat for especially the hardest worker of the game, whether it was Chloe or Mac. And then special thanks to John Ringer of Rig Design for designing our logos. Um, thanks to Bob Thompson for our music that you heard throughout the, the broadcast. And again, thanks all of you, for who, especially the ones who are watching us live on the YouTube feed tonight and all of you who are listening on your favorite podcast. The fact that you were willing to come in here on a Thursday evening, on Thanksgiving evening, and listen to us for a few minutes and talk about this big win by your Hoosiers really means a lot to Kathy and I, and we want to make sure that you know that. So we'll be back to talk IU Hoops with you again on Sunday. We'll talk to you then, and, and keep your elbow in and your eyes on the rim, and go Hoosiers.
All right. Thanks, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, and we'll talk to you again on Sunday evening about the Princeton game. See you guys.